Sessions on 16 as a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Very thought of you and I forget to do the little ordinary things that everyone ought to do.
What's up, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another edition of the Sessions on 16 podcasts. Today is a very special episode because I have in the room with me the amazing, the incomparable, the silky smooth stylings of none other than Ruby D. Edwards. D is not her middle name, but that's what I call her. <laughs> not. <laughs> Lord. What's going on, yo? I am good. Thank you for that introduction, you know Tim. Saying, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We go way back. We go do. way back to Pearly Victorious. You know what yes, I'm saying? So Pearly Victorious. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. How do you feel today? I feel very good. You did an amazing job. Thank so you. thank you for being here. Thank you for blessing the people with your smooth stylings and i appreciate that it was an honor to be here so for those tuning in who may not be familiar with you either as an artist or as a vocalist or who may not be familiar with you yet as a solo act tell the people a little bit about yourself well Again, my name is Ruby Edwards, Ruby Y. Edwards. <laughs> um, native to Charlotte, pretty much. I've been here since I was four years old. Uh, been singing since I was two, apparently, from what my mom and dad say. Um, and I've done a number of different shows here in Charlotte. I sing with a group called TRS, but I also am a, I, whoop, whoop. <laughs> but I am also a solo artist, um, and I'm focusing on jazz. Jazz has been a love of mine from I don't know how long, and my dad is the one that introduced me to jazz, so I have a special love for that. That's why when I sing it, I feel it, and you hopefully, I think that the audience feels it too. Uh, I've worked with On Cue Productions. I've done um, Sofa Noel, Noel for now, what, 10 years? This is the 10-year anniversary. We ready for yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and I've done a couple of solo shows, so I'm, I'm really excited. Word, word. So... Um, you say you've been in Charlotte since you were four. Where where'd you come from before then? So I was born in Brooklyn, New York, and uh, to immigrant parents. So my parents came from Liberia, West Africa. Um, so I'm first generation American. Got a lot of roots in that. I mean, in you know, in Africa, <clears throat> know a lot about my history, and I also have some history in um, Antigua, which is pretty interesting. I'm not gonna go deep into that because that's a lot. But uh, yeah. So have you been to uh, where your parents are from? I've been to Liberia, yes. I went in 2011. No, yes, 2011. That was my first time going. That was wonderful. So much fun because we went during Christmas time, and that's usually the most fun. Word. Yes, we had so much fun. Everybody needs to take a trip to Africa. It doesn't have to be Liberia. Absolutely. But everybody needs to take a trip to Africa. You will have a blast. It's so beautiful, that just the feeling when you even land and you know walk on the ground i can only imagine i can only imagine yeah i mean i feel the same way like I, that's a big reason why i want to go um just to you know get that that sense of that sense of home yes. that sense of you know tradition that mm -hmm. sense of you know foundation and mm -hmm. stuff like that but so i can only imagine how it feels to touch down there like with your parents being from oh, there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, That's yeah. a whole different thing. Oh, that thing. was a whole other thing. I remember um, when we landed in the airport, at that time, we didn't have the new airport that's there now. 
Um, so it was kind of kind of crazy, you know. People, you know, some some people begging for money, a lot of hustle and bustle. But once we got in the car on the way to <clears throat> what is it called? Firestone. You know the the tire Firestone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The plant is in Liberia. Word. And that's a whole area. That that whole I guess you can say county is called Firestone. Oh wow. And my aunt lived there. So traveling to Firestone and smelling the rub- rubber trees, mm. I immediately started crying. Mm. Cuz I this is a place I've heard of all my life. Mm. This that that feeling I can't even really describe it, I, but I felt like okay, I'm home. Home, yeah. Yeah. That's super. Can't amazing. wait to go back. That's super amazing. <laughs> visit, yep. Yeah. Dope, yes. dope. So you said what so what what made your parents settle in Brooklyn first? So my dad was actually he was only here for school. He wasn't trying to you know stay. He just came here for for his education. Um, and then war broke out. So then he sent for my mom because my dad came first in like 1980. Oh, so they met like they oh met they're him. high school sweethearts. Oh, okay, they've been cool, together because cool. he I think they were. I think they started dating when he was 19 and she was 14, mm-hmm. but they knew each other like yeah. through family friends. So that's like, that's their, their love story is beautiful. That's killing. But yeah, he sent for her to come because of the war and everything. Wow. And we just settled here and been here ever since. Because the war lasted for a long time. So what was the switch from, so he was in Brooklyn f- for school? Uh, actually, <laughs> we came... I, I never went to school in Brooklyn. No, no. He, you said your pops. Oh, my dad. Yeah, your pops. Oh, yes. So he was in Brooklyn for school. Yes. And what, what set Made Charlotte? Come here? Yeah. Um, I guess the environment. Mm-hmm. There was a really bad incident that happened um, in our apartment building because we, we lived off of, like in Flatbush. Mm-hmm. You know what Flatbush is? Uh, yeah. So uh, there was a lot going on, and my dad was like, I cannot raise my family here. Yeah. So yeah. when my brother was born, my dad came down just for a funeral because we were actually going to move to Minnesota. Mm. But he came to Don't Charlotte. You know. Right. <laughs> right. Don't you know. Um, <laughs> uh, we were actually going to move there, but he came here for a funeral and was like, oh, no, this is it. And immediately he just sent us ahead. We stayed with my grandma, who's my mom's, well, my grand aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed with her while he got everything together and then he moved. Wow. And we've been here ever since. Wow, that's what's up. So I've, I have a lot of roots here. I went to Plaza Road. Mm-hmm. Preschool, I know y'all not familiar. Mm. Plaza Road, Devonshire, Marie G. Davis, and then Northwest mm-hmm. School of the Arts. Big ups to Northwest School Big of up. the Arts. You know what I'm <laughs> Big ups to Northwest School of the Arts. So they say you've been singing since you were two. Yeah, according to my uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, who are some of the earliest influences that you've had? Not even just like in a specific genre, like but just period. Just period. Like people who inspires you to continue moving on towards this path because obviously by the time you got to northwest you were already a beast you know what i'm saying so <laughs> thank you, you know what i'm saying so so what who are who are some of the people who contributed to that growth leading up to that point because you got to northwest in what grade were you in when i was you in ninth there? grade got there in ninth grade mm-hmm. okay cool 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 so by that time <clears throat> let me see I guess earliest I can think of, which is probably bad. I don't remember her name, but y'all know that song. Um, I love your smile. Da 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 da. da. I that was my first when I listened to that song. I was I used to sing that song everywhere. Like just (laughs) I was so obsessed with that song. So whoever she is, I can't remember her name. Please forgive me. No, but I gotta like I have. We have to find it. Shanice. 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 Yeah. Shanice. That was my first inspiration as a little girl. But then it was Whitney Houston. Mm. Whitney was a very big influence for me as far as my as far as singing. 
Um, and then later on, it graduated to Audra McDonald because I got into musical theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started listening to Ella a lot because my dad, his CD collection, his record collection mm-hmm. is massive yeah so and and his cds cd collection so i would steal his cds all the time so i listened to nat king cole mm-hmm. natalie cole ella fitzgerald sarah, sarah vaughn those are the core people right there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's dope mm-hmm. that's dope so those were like some of the people who had kind of shaped like your development by the time you got to northwest, northwest. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so for those of you listening who are not familiar northwest school of the arts is easily like one of the most premier prestigious performing art schools in the area um i'm talking about there are grammys and tonys and emmy awards and dove awards and stellar awards and all kinds of things that have come out of those hallways um you can think of some of the biggest artists in the industry and some of the people who, you know, help shape their shows or have come from Northwest Halls. Yep. Some of the biggest shows that have been on Broadway and off oh, Broadway. Yeah. A lot of the people on those stages have come out of Northwest Halls. Even Alvin um, I, like Alvin Ailey dancers. Ailey, yeah. Like a lot of those dancers came out of uh, Northwest. <clears throat> you know, uh, visual artists, musical theater, like everything you can think of. Uh, Northwest was uh, just a hotbed for that, and honestly. It was a huge turning point in my, oh, yes. you know what I'm saying, professional career and my, you know, professional development um, coming down to Charlotte from uh, from Buffalo, New York. So mm-hmm. um, getting there and meeting people like Ruby and Harvey Cummings and Adrian mm-hmm. Crutchfield and Dennis mm-hmm. Reed and yes. Stephen Gordon and Ashton Parker and just all these just amazing heavy hitters. Uh, it was absolute heaven for me. And, you know, like I said, when I got there, Ruby was already on top of the game, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> starring in all the shows and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's amazing. So, in your time at Northwest, you came to Northwest to study music, music. or musical theater? First, it was just voice, just okay. music. Mm-hmm. And then it evolved because, I mean, I, let me let me take that back. So, I went to Margie Davis. I starred in Annie. I was Annie and Annie. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so I was inspired by the musical theater, but I just sh- selected voice at that mm-hmm. time because I don't, I'm not sure if musical theater was a major at that point, but right. later on the next year mm-hmm. is when I decided to do musical theater. We're just going to sing a bunch of my favorite jazz standards, help you enjoy, relax, and get in the zone with me. The trembling trees embrace the breeze tenderly. Then you and I came wandering In a sigh, 
the key Won't you tell him please to put on some speed Follow my lead Oh, how I So, you born in Brooklyn, moved down here, you end up at Northwest. What happened next? Northwest was the best decision I could have ever made. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could have ever gone to a regular high school. Yeah. I mean, okay, y'all, it, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with Fame, mm-hmm. the movie Fame. Yeah. When I went, when we went there, yeah. it was like it was. fame. That's what it was. We were real. singing in the bathrooms, Absolutely. down the halls, yeah. during lunch. We was on the senior patio, it even if that. we were not seniors. All uh, that, <laughs> for real, it was all that. Just singing, dancing, everything, art on the ceilings, the walls. It was, it was phenomenal. And um, an- another class I was required to take as a musical theater major, major was, um, I think it was clothing design. Mm. So we even learned how to sew. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did everything. Yo. The ins and outs. Let me tell you something. I remember this is gonna be just one of those episodes you just gonna have, y'all gonna have to listen to us go down memory lane, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I remember my mom came to so the year after Pearly. The okay. year after we did Pearly. Mm-hmm. My senior uh, year. The the musical was Hello Dolly. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom didn't, my parents didn't get a chance to come to Pearly, but my parents did get a chance to come to Hello Dolly. Mm-hmm. And my mom was in tears, mm. yo. Because I didn't get in at the beginning of the Pearly process. Like right. I said, I ended up coming in later because Mr. Washington, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like dragged us in. Shout out to you Mr. Washington, R.I.P. Huge shout out to Mr. Washington. Like, again, would not be where I am without him. Right. But, um... You know, so the next year is when, you know, I was part of the early stages, the auditions and rehearsing all the way up till mm-hmm. Christmas break and then rehearsing all the way from Christmas break to March and then mm-hmm. not going to school for that week and being dropped off at the theater and mm-hmm. doing these eight, nine hour Grueling. work days yep. like at the theater. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like dropping off, getting dropped off at the theater, being on stage by eight o'clock, down yep. be that eight o'clock on stage in costume then you got like an hour and some change for, mm-hmm. to go get some lunch and you ha- like had us yeah like we were professionals professional. had, had us as high schoolers like just walk around uptown like right. on our lunch break yes. and stuff like that we went to school at spirit square and then back on to like back on stage like ready for downbeat and you know what i'm saying like all this work and you know what i'm saying i'm sure like at some point it was like yo like we God, we got to do all this stuff for you. We got to do this. We got to take you here. We got to get you this. Yep. And then she came to the show, and I'm talking about everything. The, the 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 cast was us. 
the band, the pit orchestra was us. The lights and the production and the tech was us. The you know the the costumes, like everything was all, all students. us. Yes, all it of us. It was all us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like very, you know what I'm saying? Like and it was professional. You know what I'm saying? My mom like being from up north and stuff like that. You know, my mom's been to Broadway shows yeah. and stuff like that, but like hadn't seen like a school do like a production of that caliber, mm-hmm. and she was just. Like in tears, mm. she was just like floored, and wow, you know, like that was that was what that experience was for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they really shaped us and taught us, and you know, gave us the blueprint to like this is how you operate as a professional, right? You know what I'm saying? So I really feel like we had like a leg up, you know, by the time we got out of there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I know I definitely did. So. I believe I did. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. after Northwest. How did how did all that time like work to your advantage? What happened after you left Northwest? Lord, that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll make it short. I won't drag it out. Um, so after Northwest, eh, Lord, I thank God for my parents. Mm-hmm. They were so patient with me. I said, I don't <laughs> want to go to college. So I just wanted to be a singer. So right. I decided to um, to do that. I pursued. I mean, I went to I went to CPCC. Mm-hmm. But I focused more on music and started recording with him. I have about 32 songs that no one's really heard but only like three of them i like Mm -hmm. which is funny but i've recorded i used to go back and forth to new york Mm -hmm. with a artist here in charlotte named just k Mm -hmm. i used to travel back and forth with him sang on this on the subway Mm -hmm. in new york Mm -hmm. Uh, we were doing it illegally though because we were actually (laughs) in the little shuttle between 42nd street and Manhattan. you know what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about so made 300 in like two hours Mm It's great, um, but it was a wonderful experience. I'm not shy to sing anywhere now. Yeah. Did that for a while, didn't like the whole industry thing at that time. I didn't feel like I was doing the kind of music I wanted to do, mm-hmm. so I quit singing for a good little minute mm. up until I was 25, and that's wow. when I uh, started working with Quentin Talley. Mm. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? So what <laughs> what was it that brought you back to to doing music again? I believe that once you have a gift, mm-hmm. once God gives you a gift, and whoever God is to you mm-hmm. is for you. Um, but my God will not allow me to stop. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. Yeah. Um, I was always singing, and then just I just had that itch. I actually started to work at a school named Sugar Creek Charter School mm-hmm. as an assistant teacher. And I eventually... Um, well, during that time, I started working with Quentin, and then I started teaching music mm-hmm. because they heard about my background and mm-hmm. everything. Um, so I taught music for a while, and I just cannot stay away from it. Mm-hmm. And then I started to be inspired, like, okay, maybe I can do this solo thing again. Yeah. That's what's up. So what was your well, first thing out? Um, as far as uh, solo again, or... Yeah. Oh, oh just 25. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, For the Love of Harlem, written by Jermaine Nikia Lee. Yeah, I did that show. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did not the first played few years. It. You played yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I did the one with Sharetta Ivy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sharetta. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and it was, I mean, the people that were, the cast that were in that, my fellow castmates in that show can tell you it was phenomenal. It was electric. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. The dope show. That's when I knew I was like, I can't stop this. Mm-hmm. Even if I do something else. Because right now I'm currently a nursing student. Mm-hmm. Okay. So even though I do th- these other things, this is where my heart is. Absolutely. I cannot stop. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. There you go. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Nah, man. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So like, so you, you took your break. Mm-hmm. You came back for the love of Harlem. What was the first 
Um, what was the first solo show you did after that? Ooh, that was years, years later. So okay. I'll go ahead and give you a, a little a few steps before that. Yeah, so yeah. did For the Love of Harlem, then started singing with a singer here in Charlotte named Vincent Robinson. Oh, yeah, Powerhouse. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's um, my brother. What was it? It was Vince Vincent Robinson, Robinson and... Movement. The Vince Robinson movement. It was the movement. Okay, yep. cool, cool, cool. And so me, Sharetta Ivy, and Thea Reynolds mm-hmm. were his background. Mm-hmm. We sang for him for a while until he moved to New mm-hmm. York. And then we just became a, a group. Wow. You know what? It's funny. I knew that, but I forgot I knew it because me, Marcus Jones, mm-hmm. and Vince. He played too. We were traveling together ah. with, another, with another band, with this a party band, a wedding band mm-hmm. called The Company. Okay, so yeah. So we were together all the time mm. and then i left because i started touring with foreign exchange right that was so dope when i heard about that i was like oh my god and i i have some songs that i've written, written to some of their music word that's yes, so like dope. i let you hear it yeah, yeah yeah so i left for that and i remember i came home and i was trying to link up with marcus and he was like i gotta go do this thing with vince mm-hmm. i'm playing for vince and i was mm-hmm. like oh dope and i remember he talked to me about you guys sing it with him mm-hmm. and as a matter of fact the very first wow it's just coming back <laughs> so the very first soulful noel we did mm-hmm. 10 we started years it. ago yeah we started it. the the very first soulful noel yep. like i think y'all was singing with him yep. there and we did the crazy yeah, that crazy <laughs> yo, crazy champion, that song. Lord. yo there's okay. video on youtube yeah yo, yo that's hilarious <laughs> wow Wow, it literally just came back to me as we was talking yep. about it. That's crazy. That was funny. We got to do that again. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So Vince moved, and then y'all kept on. And then we kept on, and we've just been singing as a group ever since, especially during Sofa Noel. Yeah. We do What, what do, do the Lonely, the lonely do? do? Huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? At Krupma. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Matter of fact, one of the ladies who was in here mm-hmm. during your performance, she told me, she was like, yo, me and my husband go to Sofa Noel every year. Oh yeah, really? Every year. Okay. This, so I was like, oh, so you've been, you been watching us perform like before yeah. you even knew you who we was. That's what's up. That's so. dope. I love that. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then. And then my my solo stuff started last year actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I sang with Quentin Talley mm-hmm. and his the Soul Providers. Mm-hmm. I sang with him at uh, I think it was Art of the Sample. Mm-hmm. And I sang uh, Aretha Franklin's Rock Steady. Ever since yeah. that performance, I've been getting a whole bunch of solo work. Mm-hmm. That's super dope. <laughs> um, I really appreciate him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate all of y'all. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. Cause, yeah. uh, <laughs> but um, ever since then, I've been doing solo work. And um, I opened for D. Lucas. He's mm-hmm. a saxophone player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also had my own show in September of last year by myself. I was very, very excited about that. It was my first time doing, I mean, headlining anything. That's super dope. That was so dope and so much fun. I got to sing jazz. I got to do yeah. what I wanted to do. Yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was a big deal. So part of part of what we're doing here with this whole with this whole thing, um, Charlotte Shout, as you know, mm-hmm. um, was a... 17 day festival mm-hmm. over two weeks and it was just music you know it's music everywhere but it's literally music everywhere mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we had artists on all kinds of stages just everywhere. all across the you mm-hmm. know all across the uptown imprint and um but even still 
that's still not enough. You know right. what I'm saying? So we still missed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, you know what I'm saying? You were able to be a part of that yeah. um, on our, like during our Charlotte Shout Jazz Festival, which yes. was super dope to that have so you there. Um, but what this is about is giving audiences an opportunity to get a better, deeper connection with artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because and you know how it is because as a performer it's like you can only do so much touching the people you know what i mean like you get off stage and people come up and oh my god i loved it so much Mm -hmm. this is so great it was Mm -hmm. all this and you know you talking oh thank you thank you appreciate it oh yeah i'll take a picture yeah i'll do this oh yeah follow me on instagram Mm -hmm. you know but like you know a lot of those interactions are so fast Mm -hmm. and there's not a whole lot of depth to those um connections and one of the things that here as we've been you know studying charlotte and studying charlotte's market and studying charlotte's audience and studying people who want to be better audience members as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. one of the things that we've seen is like just a desire for deeper connection to the people who they are coming to see and coming to hear and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and um so i think this has been a good opportunity for us to give people a chance to connect with artists who were a part of shout uh artists who have not been a part of shout yet right um to help kind of build that demand and Mm -hmm. you know say hey like give people opportunity to say hey like i would love to hear this person i'd love to hear more of this person Mm -hmm. i'd love to you know see more of that person and just kind of continue to push that 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 engagement and that connection um can you how did you enjoy your Charlotte Shout experience? I really, really enjoyed it. Of course, um, and I'm, other artists can uh, probably uh, understand me. Oh, I'm nervous for every performance. <laughs> so of course I was nervous before, but it was it was so good to hear music throughout the city mm-hmm. and be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed myself. I got to meet people that I didn't, you know, even know I already knew. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you know. Uh, Cause Lavelle Bradford mm-hmm. was one of them. The OG. Yes, I used to babysit. I remember Seth. you told me that. That was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. So reconnecting with people, mm-hmm. um, meeting new people, giving, I mean, sharing my gift with people. It mm-hmm. was a wonderful experience, That's and I'm up. and that I will say that I'm so glad that you guys started this mm-hmm. because everybody gets to experience everything mm-hmm. now. Yep. Yep. Right there for free. They ain't yeah. got to worry about. Yeah money yeah. they can just come and experience that's what's up and i mean that's honestly what it was about you know what i'm saying like just making the whole festival about giving back to the city and yes. giving the city and giving the people in in the city an opportunity to to see and experience up close what all is here right and who all is here mm-hmm. so um you know having you a part of that was really really amazing one of the things one of the questions that i always ask people who come here on the podcast is as for people who like i said before may not be as familiar with you yet Mm -hmm. people who have seen you perform several times people who have seen you with trs people who've seen you by yourself people who've seen you with q people who've seen you just in all these different places Mm -hmm. At whatever level people are um, with their familiarity with you, as people are trying to continue to get to know you as mm-hmm. an artist, 
what is something about you as an artist that you want everybody who hears you or hears about you or gets to experience your gift what is something that you want everybody to take away from you who from who you are what's something that you want everybody to have wow (laughs) the first word that comes to mind is love Mm -hmm. every show that i do I have a song that has something to do with love. I mean, I know most of our songs, mm-hmm. the songs that we hear is about love, but I want people to actually feel what I'm feeling mm-hmm. through my singing. I want them to be healed. Mm-hmm. I want them to feel happy. I want them to just experience love through my sound. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Nah, that's, uh, that is pretty powerful. Yeah, no, no, that's amazing, yeah. and uh, I'm that's sure. That's how I experience music. Yeah, yeah, and you, you can tell, mm-hmm. you can tell, and I'm sure uh, those who have heard you and those who will hear you in the future, I'm sure everybody will be able to tell that and uh, be able to take that away from what they have. So, right. nah, man, I thank you so much thank for stopping you. by and hanging out with us for a little bit today. Oh yeah, and um, you know, I'm sure we will be seeing and hearing more from you as time goes by tell people where to where to get in contact with you facebook and sure the twitters and all that the twitters stuff. and all that <laughs> so you can follow me on instagram at um ruby yiddo so that's spelled r-u-b-y-e-a-d-o-h a lot of people asked about that what that means so ruby yiddo yiddo is my middle name and that's actually my grandmother's name mm. so it's a boston name it's always gonna you're always gonna see that because yeah. i have to always honor her absolutely rest in peace grandma so ruby yiddo r-u-b-y-e-a-d-o-h at uh instagram and then for facebook it's just ruby edwards or you can type in miss m-i-s-s ruby edwards on facebook twitter is the same as instagram okay awesome awesome yeah. so Please, y'all, make sure y'all go check Miss Ruby out uh, so you can stay posted and abreast to everything that's coming up. And uh, I know you can hear her at the 10-year anniversary celebration of Sunful Noel Woo-hoo! in December. Y'all come on out now. That's going to be crazy. Hey, it's come ten, see me sing Santa Baby. 10 years, it sells out <laughs> every year, so. When them tickets go up, y'all might want to grab them. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyway, thank you all for tuning in to another edition of the Sessions on 16 podcast. It's been a blast. I'm your host, and I will see you next time. Peace. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to end on an uplifted note with love. Can you tell I love love? I hope you do too. is for the way you look at me oh it's for the only one i see v is very very extraordinary e is even more than anyone that you adore and love is all that i can give to you is more than just a game for two two if love can't make it take my heart but please don't break it love was made for me and you yeah 
L is for the way you look, you're looking at me. And O is for the only one I see. V is very, very extraordinary. E is even more than any, any, anyone that you adore and love is all that I can give to you. Love is more than just a game for two. And two, if love can't make it, take my heart, but please don't break it. Love is made for me and you. And love was made for me and